Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. So I have been in such a holiday spirit lately i have too i've been christmas shopping and you know going out and about and seeing everything you know all the decorations and then of course bts put out their butter holiday remix and my husband and i put that on right as we were pulling up to the mall to christmas shop and um it just put us right in the right mood to go out there and find those presents and uh it's such a great yeah, song it really it's so embodies fun. the cheery spirit yeah you know, like when Corey and I went out we went and looked at Christmas lights and stuff we were blaring that and Corey really likes the remix too I like the the bells in it mm-hmm. it has the right sense that sound very like Christmassy yeah so I love the it bells. too yeah mm-hmm. I love it I'm glad that they put that out it's like okay another reason to stream butter yeah, yeah. and yeah. the heart for like the butter uh-huh. is a snowman. I know, so cute. So we wanted to take this opportunity to wish all of you iconics a happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, for the first time in years, I have notifications turned on on Instagram, and it's all for BTS. It's all for BTS. (laughs) Or... For the first time in years, I have Instagram notifs turned off because I'm so overwhelmed (laughs) by BTS, obviously. (laughs) So if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. All right. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about BTS's quote on break that they've had so far. We're going to be getting into a lot of the content that's been released despite the fact that they're on a break. So a lot of their Instagram posts will kind of cover some of night three and night four of the LA concerts. We're going to get into super tuna have to talk about jen's birthday and that Mm -hmm. release uh just kind of a mixed match of 
different stuff that's been happening. It's almost kind of like a spot episode, but it's just the BTS break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, central focus is everything they've been flooring us with over break. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to cool features on our Patreon, like the monthly Iconic Hangout, which is coming up next Monday on December 20th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And in the Iconic Hangouts, we talk about anything going on with BTS, but really it's a time for you guys to hang out and for you guys to converse. And we're just there to uh, facilitate and guide Convo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one that we did last month was a blast. It was and a huge success. It, yeah, yeah, it was really, really fun. And uh, we would love to have more of you this month. Yeah, it's for patrons of $5 or $5 more. $5 or more. Yeah. And then, you know, another new feature that we have is the sound check, which is for patrons of $10 or more. And Typically, before we record an episode, we always do a little chit chat, just catching up or, you know, whatever. And it could be a couple minutes long, five, you know, minutes long or so, but we uh, record our sound check conversation. And this week, um, you know, you can learn about how much BTS really affected me from the concert and <laughs> that Bethany might be becoming a multi Yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, the sound check convos are really fun and uh, would encourage you to join for the $10 patron or up to get those. Um, but you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing BTS podcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. But really, any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Also, I think we're almost to like 600 reviews on oh God. iTunes. <laughs> so that means another bonus episode coming up soon where you oh guys vote man. on the topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, that's exciting. And uh, it's always fun to see what topic Iconics vote for. Mm-hmm. So our charity of the month for December, let's get into it because we kind of skipped it on the last episode yeah, we did. coming out of the concert. So ARMY has been donating to this charity, Live Free 999, in honor of Juice World and his recent posthumous album release. The album is called Fighting Demons. In addition to BTS and Juice World's history of making All Night together, Suga also worked on Girl of My Dreams on this posthumous album. That's why this month we've also chosen to donate to Live Free 999. Live Free 999 honors Jared Juice World Higgins and supports young people in their battles with addiction, anxiety, and depression. Here's their mission. Our mission is to support programs that provide preventative measures and positive avenues to address mental health challenges and substance dependency. Through financial grants and partnerships, Live Free 999 will bolster organizations providing positive mental health treatments and alternatives to drug use. Beyond providing financial support, Live Free 999 wants to continue the conversation around mental health and addiction. So this charity organization was started by Jared's mother, Carmela Wallace, and she did it to support young people in their battles and to do so with love, joy, and emotional honesty. I really love this quote from her about the charity. She hopes with Live Free 999, she can help those suffering in silence. She explained how Juice World touched the world, but Jared was my son. As a mother working through the pain of losing a child, she feels it is her duty to reach out and help those going through what he went through. It is okay to not be okay, and Carmela wants you to know that there are people here to listen. 
So you can visit the official website, livefree999.org to learn more, or you can find a direct donation link in the description of this episode or in our Google Doc. Yeah. What a great cause to support. Also, that quote from Carmela, like, and to know that she, as the mother, started this, you know, this whole organization after, like, losing her son. And so it's just, I see, like, ARMY and Juice World's fandoms coming together and supporting and seeing, like, all of the producers who worked alongside Juice World, seeing, like, how ARMY is supporting this cause with so much, like, support by donating. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, amazing. So, honestly, even though we didn't have a Chariot of the Month last month, I felt like this is the reason why. Like, I'm so excited to be donating to this this month. Like, it's just, it's wonderful. I'm glad that it was postponed a couple weeks because Mm -hmm. otherwise we wouldn't have... You know, have we this opportunity. Have this. Yeah, yeah, because the album hadn't been released yet. But definitely we will be supporting it and we encourage you iconics to donate to Live Free 999. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's, you know, get into the concert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, post concert depression. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me like a brick. Yeah. Like the second we got back into Kansas City. I was just like not in a good mood. Oh god. <laughs> like I don't I'm not going to talk about all of it, but leaving the airport was just awful and just terrible. It took an hour and a half to leave yeah. like this small Kansas City airport. It is not a big airport. And it took forever to leave. Yeah. So but anyways, um I had Tuesday off work and so I like slept in. I was super chill all day trying to like you know, catch up on sleep from the weekend, rest up from the weekend. But because I think I had all that time, like I couldn't hit the ground running. I had to go right back to work. That post-concert depression really had time to sink in. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about how amazing the concert was, how amazing the whole weekend was. We had so many moments just in our friendship too, like driving from spot to spot, like in the car (laughs) crying to each other from just gratitude. Yeah. literally (laughs) on the way to koreatown on monday yeah Yeah. or like i mean it felt like where we would take drives in college you know Mm -hmm. down the streets of kansas city in your pt cruiser oh god (laughs) you know um yeah it was really great it It was was a really awesome weekend it was such a high is that la was such a high it was the journey together, like traveling there the concert seeing bts and over two years meeting iconics it was like serious whiplash because on Tuesday I went back to work oh yeah after getting I didn't get home until like what three in the morning it was I think it was like 2 15 2 20 by yeah. the time we got you there yeah. yeah so maybe I was in bed by like three o'clock yeah but I had to wake up and go to work the next day and see patients and mm-hmm. it just was a real strong reality check of like back damn to I'm it. back to like the grind here and that whiplash really let that post-concert depression set in like damn yeah. I really am just here at work again yeah and honestly yeah it's the price to pay you know like mm-hmm. as we're sitting here talking about it that's how I'm feeling it's like you know to experience such high highs that we had in that weekend in LA where literally every single moment was incredible and amazing and yeah. something that we will like really cherish for the rest of our lives we should have that reality check yeah. when we come back. So yeah. like, all right, here, you know. Yeah, we really, but we came down fast. We did. <laughs> That's the thing. We really did. <laughs> We're like, damn. <laughs> we had to face yeah. it soon. But I feel like a lot of armies are experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're experiencing that post-concert depression. Definitely. It's a thing. Yeah. Definitely. 
Um, but we did have some honorable mentions from like night three and night four that we wanted to talk about. Um, obviously, we weren't there, but we did see stuff online. We watched some of night four online as well before we honestly fell asleep because we were so tired still from the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but on night three, Halsey attended the concert. She did not perform, but she did attend the concert, which was amazing. Yeah. It was cool to see her there. Yeah. 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 And she just wanted to see BTS. Which was cool. I love that. (laughs) She wasn't performing or anything. She just wanted to go to a BTS concert. Yeah. The mutual support there. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, for the encore for night three, they performed Spring Day, Answer Love Myself, and Permission to Dance. So they got kind of a little mix of what like day one and day three got with the love myself answer from night one and the spring day from night two. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then of course permission to dance. Yeah. And then night four for the encore, they did home microcosmos permission to dance. And then my universe was the last song to be performed. So as permission to dance ended and faded out, Coldplay then came out on stage and performed with BTS Mm -hmm. for my universe. We were anticipating this. Yeah, we knew it. Yeah, we kind of had speculated it with other Iconics at our last virtual hangout. So it was neat to see that, like, fantasy come true. Yes. (laughs) And, I mean, that whole last encore of Night 4, what an incredible encore set with um, those songs leading up to My Universe. and Home. God, I love Home. Home, I mean, really, Home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, the I mean, perfect songs for the last night. Yeah, to mm-hmm. go out and to, you know, to cap the whole the whole four shows off. I thought that was really, really great. Yeah. Army also surprised Jen for his birthday by turning their army bombs into moons. Ah! This was so thoughtful and just like endearing. Like I don't know how it originally started, mm-hmm. but boy, seeing that picture of Jen on stage and like looking out all like teary-eyed because he couldn't believe it like this surprise for him I teared up like I was like really yeah he was so surprised he had no idea he was like for my birthday Mm -hmm. (laughs) he so deserves it of course he does I love I'm so happy and proud of day four army that planned that and coordinated that and pulled that off because what an amazing gift to give to him especially like I always think about something you said when we talked about the Map of the Soul 1 concerts where when he was performing Moon, like it felt so sad because that song deserved to be performed for ARMY mm-hmm. and now Moon has become such a thing between Jin and ARMY. So for ARMY to do the Moon, I just thought was so sweet. Yeah. 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 He did deserve to perform that in front of ARMY. He wrote it for ARMY. Mm-hmm. So to see all of the moons, I'm sure that just like really moved him. Yeah. Obviously it did. Yeah, that's what, you know, brought yeah. the tears to his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Jin, for his birthday, he put out an amazing brand new <laughs> hit track um, that went viral called Super Tuna. And it went viral on TikTok and he really wished that it hadn't. And I guess he's kind of like, I don't know if he's embarrassed by it now or he just does not want it to be picked up more. But uh, we think it's iconic. It's so iconic and hilarious. Yes. And he should have known that it was going to go viral. Like, Like, what did he expect? What did he expect? You can't show something like this to ARMY and expect us not to stream. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Or make a dance challenge out of it because the choreography is so catchy. Like the choreography is infectious in its own. Right. Um, But for 
I think on Weavers, he ended up posting saying, no, there are many other songs, but why do you want to do the Super Tuna Challenge? Like on TikTok. On TikTok. <laughs> and he's like, if this gets bigger, the company might suggest me to do a second version. So stop. Oh, I just love Jen. He's like, please don't. The company will make me do more. Ugh. Yeah. But come on. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that his goofy personality is fully on display with a video like this. You know, I just think it was a conglomerate of so many things that he loves mashed together in this like couple minute long song. And it's perfection. I mean, the the handmade shirts. Incredible. Top tier. <laughs> like artistry. I just when I noticed the handmade shirts on each of like Jin and the two backup dancers, they all had a different shirt. I was like, wow, am- amazing. Like they really put thought into it, you know? I just thought love but it. I love the originality. Like they have yeah. just like the plain white tees where they went and got some markers and just like hand drew some fish, like tuna fish onto it. Classy and just incredible. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Um, but for what made what made it for me was the choreography. Like it felt like Jin really had a hand in the choreography and just the song in general, but like it's just hilarious. The choreo, especially when he's doing the reeling and casting of mm-hmm. the fishing rod. And then he like puts his hand above his head like like a tuna fin. The tuna fin. And then he like does like a side to side hip thrust. Uh-huh. Like, oh no. <laughs> Love it. You know that choreo is all him. It's all him. It's all him. It's totally all him. And the choreo is why this shit went viral. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. Well, the song is catchy as shit, too. Yeah, it um, is. As hilarious as it is, like, the song really is catchy. And the choreo, I think, is genius. And Jen is just, like, casually put this together for fun for right. his birthday. And it goes viral. Right. I mean, <laughs> I think, like, the, the hand-drawn t-shirts really speak to how much it was thrown together. But somehow the production value is there. You mm-hmm. know, it's, like, so good. <laughs> the production value is there. <laughs> but it's the perfect blend of, like, Jen's personality mm-hmm. and then his ultra hobby which is fishing yes and i just love the pairing of those two i love it too yeah Mm -hmm. um and honestly any new bts music is going to be well received and even if it's just a silly song that Jin decides to put out for his birthday absolutely yes yes Well, we do have the lyrics here for <laughs> Super Tuna, but um, they're just in the dock. They, I mean, they're just fun and goofy and totally soaked in. Yeah, if you want to know more about the lyrics, you can check out our Google Doc. I yeah. don't think we're going to run through it, but Super Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into the announcement on BTS's vacation. So this was put out through Weavers. And Big Hit Music put out a letter saying, Hello, this is Big Hit Music. We would like to inform you that BTS is planning to take a second official extended period of rest since their first in 2019 after they complete their official schedule events for Permission to Dance on Stage LA and the 2021 Jingle Ball Tour. BTS stayed active in order to engage with fans in 2020 and 2021 amidst the COVID-19 situation and achieved dazzling results to cement themselves as top global artists. True. Yes. (laughs) This period of rest will provide the members of BTS who have tirelessly committed themselves to their activities a chance to get re-inspired and recharge with creative energy. Sorry, that just gave me like one through seven vibes. (laughs) Um, 
It will also be the first time for them since their debut to spend the holiday season with their families. We kindly ask once again that you show consideration for their need to enjoy ordinary and free everyday lives while solely concentrating on themselves, albeit for a short while during their period of rest. BTS will be focusing on preparing for the concert and release of the new album that will mark the beginning of a new chapter. Ooh, I know. I like, can't wait. I can't wait either. Like, so much anticipation around that. They're preparing for a concert this coming March to connect and communicate with the fans in person in Seoul. We would like to extend our deepest gratitude to all the fans who continue to cheer for BTS, and they will return as their best, healthiest selves after recharging so they can return all the love from their fans. Thank you. Okay, a lot of info there in that message from Big Hit. Um, Mostly that they are not only preparing for that concert that they teased at the end of night four, um, but also preparing for that new album that we've all been speculating about and that new chapter um, that also coincides with the Seven Fates Chaco new chapter and storylines. Which Big Hit is already starting to release some of that Seven Fate Chaco content. Like mm-hmm. we're already getting some pictures, getting some like quotes from, I don't know, like the the video game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so Permission to Dance Live in Seoul 2022 was announced at the end of Night 4 in L.A., Um, so we're, you know, we kind of have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this and a little bit of speculation because we wonder, like, you know, a lot of people were saying that the last concert in Seoul was supposed to be with fans, but because of COVID restrictions, fans were not able to attend, um, for the last permission to dance on stage. So then they did it fully online. Right. So we're wondering, like, what's, you know, changing with restrictions in Korea right now that's going to allow them to have a concert in March? Or is it, like, cleared and sanctioned? Or, you know, I mean, what about, like, Omicron on the rise? Like, yeah, you Omicron know. is concerning. Yeah. But it might not be any different. Like, I don't know what it's like in Korea. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Omicron is here in the States, I guess I don't really follow that. I can't. I can't yeah, anymore. <laughs> I, I also cannot anymore. My own mental health will take a toll if Definitely. I keep up with that stuff. But yeah, uh, we really want the Korean army to be with BTS yeah. again. So I think that this just might be the only opportunity that they have. Like March seemed like restrictions might be aligned with mm-hmm. their their concert there if they do it in march mm-hmm. i'm not so sure yeah but i really hope that it all works out like yeah nothing changes right now there still hasn't been a specific date set or at least a specific date released yet um so we're hoping that they do release a specific date soon so that way korean armies can start buying tickets buying and tickets, you know yeah. making preparations to go um because we we definitely want this to be able to happen for korean armies like you guys they deserve it you they know? really do deserve they it really do. we talked a lot about how like bts their first comeback concert like after this covid period was in the states mm-hmm. and it's just like uh, surely they want to be like Young. I really picture Young at night four being like, we're going to be with you again. You yeah. know, March next year. Yeah. This is going to happen in Seoul. Yeah. You know, they want to. Of course they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, you had a good point also that maybe they want to be able to define the permission to dance live on stage as like a world tour with them having four shows in the States and one in Korea. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they could technically call it that. And, um, yeah. you know, it could be a little mini it's tour. It's not just an American tour. This right. is like a world tour because they are world tourists right you know like that is what they do <laughs> that is who they are yeah definitely yeah um but we were also kind of speculating how does the return of the permission to dance on stage in seoul in march how does that affect their comeback mm -hmm. and when will their comeback be yeah because the last album we had was b which was in 2020 obviously mm -hmm. and so it's been some time we had butter and permission to dance with the singles mm -hmm. in 2021 so i was kind of speculating that maybe february of next year is when they would have their new album release yeah but now with the break and with march being the permission to dance in Seoul concert. I'm not so sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like to me, it doesn't make sense for them to release an album before doing the permission to dance concert live in Seoul because then they're going to have new music. So like, will they change the set list then? Or do they want to deliver that same set list of all of the mega hits to their Korean army? Surely they do. Yeah. You know, so like to me, I don't foresee them coming back before that concert now and like there was you know uh, a good idea that you had um that billboard is april 27th yeah and although it crushes me to think that we could go from speculating about a sometime in february like i was really thinking mid-february you know, i was holding I was on to that mm -hmm. uh, mid-february comeback like they come back from break and then start teasing and then you know by third week of february they're come back you know i'm not giving hope on that oh i am i totally am <laughs> now i feel like but i love the idea of an april 27th comeback on a billboard stage because Ever since BTS came back at Billboard with Fake Love, they've been coming back at an American Awards show. Mm -hmm. Like, what are they going to do now? Are they going to, like, do an Mnet comeback stage in 2022? No, they're not, you yeah. know? I don't, I don't see them deferring away from that, but who knows? They're... They might have their own stage that they create in themselves and oh, I mean, make yeah, it their own. Definitely an option because they've the been doing that, that. Yeah, the fact that Billboard is in April and March is when they're going to do this what I think would be the last permission to dance on stage concert. Yeah. Which maybe not. Who the knows? Timeline we could be totally off. Up, you know, <laughs> like if we don't know how long this break is going to be, this big hit press release says a short break, but you know, it's been since like post concerts, it's going to be through the holiday season. You know, it might be until the end of January, you know, and then they come back and they start, you know, finishing up their album preparing for the last permission to dance on stage concert in Seoul. Mm -hmm. And then after that concert, then that's a perfect amount of time for like a promo release schedule and for to, comeback. Yes. And to come back with a whole new concept, yeah. which is what that Weverse announcement sounded like, like this is going to be their next chapter, which right. Jungkook also hinted at that too. Oh my God. I know we're going to talk about it later, but if the GQ Korea, how they look in those photos or any hint about no. what we're in for, for the next chapter, no. count me out. We are not going to survive. <laughs> I'm going to quit. I'm quitting. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Talk so, about quitting yeah. these Instagram accounts. <laughs> literally just so overwhelmed but also like okay 
it was already kind of hard to keep up with BTS, but now we have seven Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. Where we're following all these Instagram accounts while they're also posting on Twitter in Weavers. And like you get big hit announcements mm-hmm. on top of it. It's like, where do I look? Where do I find it? Like, what is the original source of this information? Because I'm finding it secondhand on Twitter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Four years ago before Weavers, we would have been super content with just Twitter and just Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it kind of is a lot to keep up with all seven of them. But like I said, I have my Instagram notifications turned on for the first time in years. Like I always have them turned off. I barely get on Instagram. And now I have like the bell notifications turned on for every member. I am terrified of missing them going live. Like one of them going live. I need the instant notification to know, you know. Exactly. Like <sighs> that that's it for me too. Is like if they go live, I'm not missing that shit. You no know? fucking way. Yeah. But, but right I've been at, loving it. I've been loving them on Instagram. Oh, me too. As much as I'm complaining about how overwhelmed I am because of just like their hotness. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the hotness. It's not the keeping up with the content. It's they are killing us. Okay, but hello, the two members who are most active on Instagram lately have been Hobie and Young, which yeah. are my biases. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm ruined. I'm like on the floor, <laughs> like gasping for air. Yeah. Um, Thank but God anyways. they have comments turned off on posts because army would be a shit show in most of their comment sections <laughs> yeah literally like yeah. we could not be trusted to comment <laughs> underneath these photos i'm glad that they turned the comments me off. too dms but are open though so if DMs, you want to yeah. dm them yeah yeah take your shot <laughs> um <laughs> so for their handles we have to go over their instagram handles which i just want to say I love that they all have their own personal Instagram. Yes. Like, I'm in huge favor of it. I was so excited to hear that they all get to, like, post their own photos mm-hmm. at Free Will. They get to do what they want with their own personal social platforms, which yeah. they haven't had up to this point. So, Hobie, his Instagram handle is you are my hope, mm-hmm. but are my is spelled as in, like, army. Mm-hmm. So, Cute. it's you are my hope, and army's in it. It's so clever. And witty. Like, and perfect for him. He deserves all the props for coming yes. up with that. Um, Jungkook, as well, is very clever <laughs> in his own way. He ends up spelling out the full alphabet, but he just leaves out J and K. I think he has, like, underscores, underscores in yeah. place of the JK. Um <laughs> What a little shit. Really, what a little <laughs> shit. Like, it's the whole freaking alphabet. Yeah. Um, but also funny and clever. Namjoon, his is archive. Just perfect. Yeah. Archive. What else could it be? Yoongi is August D. Love. <laughs> yes. Taeyang's is THV. Perfect. Like Taeyang V. Mm-hmm. And then Jimin is J.M. Perfect. Understood. Simplicity. Yeah. Love it. And then Jin is just Jin. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Truly iconic. Everything. Um, yeah, but ever since they got these Instagrams, I mean, the internet, like Twitter went fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they all, ex- their Instagrams exploded in followers, you know, instantly overnight. Yeah. And uh, we have just been floored by everything they've been posting. They've been posting a lot lately, too. Um, more than I expected, but they started it right as their break happened. So how I'm seeing like the first beginnings of their Instagram is just like 
a photo journal of their break Mm -hmm. and I love seeing it me too yeah like how a lot of them their first posts were like a a post-concert post of like them sitting on a stage or you know like Jim and blowing a kiss out to the stands of SoFi you know um and that was kind of like the the ending of LA or like saying goodbye to that moment for them in their Instagram storybook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's special to see those like concert moments from mm-hmm. them. <sighs> I just deep sigh, but I just have to get into Do like it. the Tay Cook content that's been going on. It needs to happen. It's been overwhelming. Like all us Tay Cookers, like I feel like we get shut down so hard, which I get <laughs> it. Like a lot of us are Delulu, but like the Tay Cook content has been overwhelming. Uh, it started with Young. He had posted this like picture from the late show on James Gordon of him and Jungkook. And I think it is the best like superior Tay Cook Selka that's ever happened. Yes. Like we see Jungkook with like the eyebrow piercing and the lip piercing and he's smirking while also like looking so manly with his like strong like mm-hmm. jawline and everything. And then you see Young behind him with his arm around him and this floral print like shirt with his neck fully exposed just uh. looking gorgeous. Yes. Like, seriously gorgeous like just glimmering mm. it's and the- jungkook is winking too oh jungkook is winking he's I'm- winking <laughs> i yes. mean it's just oh it's too much it's overwhelming mm-hmm. i mean we could live in this moment staring at this photo for ages i am in this moment for the yeah. rest of my life like i Ever. think i'm here forever you're just gonna circle back yes yeah. yes like when i think of all like the Tay Cook like AU's fanfics like this is the Tay Cook most fanfic <laughs> writers are seeing it's just the best they I'm look so, so happy with perfect it. and yes. so hot and thank just, you for sharing it yes thank um, you Tay Cook and then Jungkook posted a picture of him with Young, like a mere selfie um I don't know what it's from exactly but it's them standing side by side and they have a photo where they're being a little goofy too but I'm just like Am I living in a dream right now? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Why is there all of a sudden take a content? Yes. Like, it never happens. <laughs> it's such a rarity. And here it is. <laughs> and you know what else? It's not just Taeyang. It's, like, also Jungkook. It's being reciprocated. Mm-hmm. It's being reciprocated. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. And uh, it's been wrecking me, too. So yeah, yeah. Take so forever. grateful. But yeah. Young truthfully, is unhinged. <laughs> On his Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. On his Instagram. (laughs) I made a post saying, like, I'm either logging off or he needs to be suspended from the internet, which (laughs) don't suspend him because I know he's notorious for, like, deleting photos after he posts them. Please keep them there. Yeah. (laughs) Please keep them. I'm grateful. But, like, I need a break. (laughs) I need a break from their break. Yeah. Every single thing that he posts, you are dying over it. I mean, I am too. We all are. Well, when we got together, you were like, man, I haven't been on Instagram. I haven't been, you know, like really connected with social media. I'm like, Kayla, I have, I've been dying. I've been struggling this whole week because mm-hmm. all the content we're getting, I'm just, I, I don't know how to process all of it. Like you yeah. don't have time to process it before they like post on their story or they post on Weverse and then they're posting on Twitter. And then you're like, it's just content Consumed. all around. Yeah but they're on a break. <laughs> I know. It's like they're 
they're on break, but we are getting no break. We are getting no break. No rest. No rest. <laughs> 24-7. They're posting on Instagram at 3 in the morning, Central Standard Time, and I am awake. I got the <laughs> notification. I'm like, what's going on, Hobie? Oh, wow. No one has done an Instagram live. I no. will say that. They haven't done that yet. They have not done that But yet. who's to say it won't happen? Um, but yeah, Taeyang went to Hawaii. What was so special about this, too, is he posted on, like, the Weaver story saying, like, thank you, Army, for pretending to not know and be considerate so that I can travel more comfortably in Hawaii mm-hmm. and the airport. Thank you. So it's like he saw armies and they, like, didn't react or didn't spread that he was in Hawaii so that he could enjoy himself. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, armies in Hawaii who didn't say anything. Yeah. You know, so that he could have a good time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He also posted on his Instagram story of him driving along the beach in a Mustang convertible, like top down, wind blowing in his luscious locks while he's listening and teasing his own original song. How dare he? (laughs) How dare he do this to us? Literally, are you kidding? Like, he's like the man of my dreams doing this Mm -hmm. in the Mustang convertible, like singing this amazing song. In paradise. In in actual paradise. I can't believe him. Yeah. When you say unhinged, (laughs) like it is an accurate description. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the last straw for me, truly, when I was like, I'm going offline, was when he posted this like V cut of where he, oh my gosh, I don't even know what it's from. I I don't know if it's from like Season's Greetings, but he's kind of like a gypsy type clothing, like, you know, like tarot card readings-esque is what I'm gathering from him. But it's his own like, like behind the scenes photos. And he's got this like, (sighs) robe like the hood of the robe draped over his eyes neck back like he's like tilting his head back neck is fully exposed and then smoke just like blowing out of his mouth like his mouth agape just what the fuck (laughs) what the fuck like kim taehyung is unhinged like why (laughs) why is he posting this other to other than to truly make us suffer Suffer. I can't get over his neck. No. Like, why is it so thick? I can't I get understand. over his lips. His lips look amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially with the smoke, like, damn. Hot damn. Yeah, the smoke mm. just, like, coming out of his mouth like that. Yeah. Rude. I can't talk about it anymore. I, <laughs> Kayla, I warned you. I was like, I have Taecook and this Taeyong to cover. I don't know how I'm going to get through no, it. No, it's fine. But I made it through. You did. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You really made it through that, like, like a champ. Thanks. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Um, so I, I love Jin's Instagram so far. Um, I don't know what exactly he's doing on break, but I know that he's eating well because at this point it's literally 50% food Mm -hmm. already. And his food looks amazing. Um, and army, (laughs) army noticed that, uh, he had teeth marks in this like half seared onion on that was like in one of his photos like he was about to really chomp down and then was like oh wait hold on i need to take a picture for instagram Uh and then he put it back you know um so it's pretty funny pretty gin chaotic energy right there (laughs) biting into an onion yeah um like literal indents from like his teeth you know i would have never noticed me neither of course army notices yeah yeah 
Um, I also love seeing what Namjoon has been up to during break through his Instagram. And I just think that it's just so aptly named archive. And the fact that he's like archiving his journeys through basically all of these different museums is the majority of his Instagram account. Um, so he first went to the Chinati Foundation, the Rothko chapter, the Museum of Fine Arts, and the Mental Connect Collection, all in Houston. Um, so that's where he headed after L.A., and then he also posted pictures from the National Gallery of Art and the Glenstone Museum, both in and around Washington, D.C. Um, so he was all over the place and exper experiencing a lot of very cool art um, on his journeys. And his he, was Nam he was yeah, Nam Juni. He was Nam Juni. All of these museums. Yeah. Very Nam June. Yeah. And I do love like the archive just like all of the aesthetic of it it's very him it's he also looks him. super boyfriend in he all looks of his photos so boyfriend he's so wrecking me mm -hmm. especially like i mean he still has like some nature pics in there and whatever i'm like oh my god he's just really out there living the dream i'm just really happy to see him doing i really what he think he's do. the definition of perfection like i don't understand I how he could be more like husband material he's Literally. so perfect i'm in love yeah yeah I love seeing him at like all those museums. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy for him. Hi, this is Bethany from Standing BTS. After you check out the latest episode of our show, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on Consequence Podcast Network, including The What Podcast, a weekly podcast by two Bonnaroo veterans exploring and highlighting the live music scene. Or Kyle Meredith with where you can find interviews with all of your favorite musicians and bands. Hosted by Kyle Meredith, new episodes air weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Or Going There with Dr. Mike, an interview podcast series in which clinical psychologist and life coach Dr. Mike Friedman talks with musicians about the crossroads where music and mental health meet. Head over to consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. So J-Hope has also been super active on Instagram and has he's had like a strong vintage aesthetic to his Instagram. Like each post, the very first photo is a Polaroid. Yeah. And he's consistent with that. Like all the other pictures are just like normal photos, but he's got that vintage look with the Polaroid going on. I love it. Yeah. He also went to Hawaii and he went with his sister and I think Taeyang was also there. Uh, throughout they kind of said that they were with family yeah they could have had other family members there too mm -hmm. but we saw some cute photos of him and his sister together and just like taking pictures of each other but now he's in quarantine i'm pretty sure he's back in korea um but something else about hobie or should i change it to jay Fucking has been having <laughs> he's been having these low-cut shirt shots where, like, he's either, like, it's just a low-cut shirt or he's, like, shirtless with a robe on. Mm -hmm. And he's flashing extra collarbone and, like, chest mm. skin. Mm -mm. Like, constantly. Dude, I mean, it's literally, and it's, okay, because of the way his aesthetic is laid out, it's never, like, the first or second. It's always, like, the third or fourth picture. Or you get to the absolute last picture in, like, a five-picture post, and then you're just fucking destroyed yeah. because he's showing all of this skin. 
It's overwhelming. The picture of him in the robe. No. Where he's like eating some food and he literally puts the camera like in a chair across from him. Like imagine you're here with me eating this food and I'm just like in a robe. Damn it. Damn. Don't put us there. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're very, very, very grateful. I mean, you know, it's just back and forth between grateful and I'm upset. Yeah. Something I really like about the fact that he has like his own account is that he can have this own aesthetic and keep that same aesthetic through all of his posts. And each one of the members, since they do have their own accounts, are able to have like their own aesthetics and their own kind of style with posting. And that's something really unique that they really haven't gotten before. saying is they haven't had like personal accounts which yeah. they, i guess they have had on weavers but it's there's not the not, same it's not like an account it's where they're posting to their story or they're just like posting in the feed right but it's not like an account that you can go to and you can just see just them so it's a way for them to express themselves through pictures i yeah, love that I and, love I, it too. and i think it's so great that they get to start it during this like second break that they've ever had mm-hmm. and they get to document their their journeys and you know their break through photos and share what they want to share with us exactly yeah Yeah, Yeah. definitely one last thing about Hobie is he did post I believe on Weavers a picture of the bag like one of those small bags that he loves that Namjoon gifted him during Bon Voyage 3 in Malta and he took a picture of it and said the day you can go back to Bon Voyage please take it with you dot 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 And so he took this bag with him to Hawaii and it was giving me major Bon Voyage 2 vibes, <laughs> which you know I love BB2 in Hawaii. Yes. So I'm like, wow, he took this bag from Malta to Hawaii on his trip. And like, it's a gift that Namjoon gave him. It's just like super special. Like, it's so thoughtful, too, yeah. for, for Hobie, Hobie to have to done have this. It. Yeah, yeah I love so that. So sweet. So cute. I really felt like BB2 was transformative for BTS. <laughs> like, I feel like it was a trip that was so transformative yeah. for them. Yeah. My own opinion. But I loved BB2. Iconic. Um, Yoongi's Instagram for him, he doesn't post as often as the other members. I would say him and Jimin are the members that post the least frequently. Um, also with Yoongi, he doesn't really use captions. Like he literally only used a caption on his very first post saying that like Instagram was really dark and, uh, he has not used a caption on a single other post, which is Mm -hmm. great. We love a mysterious man. Um, he did use an Instagram filter on one of his selkas that he posted, and he also did post um, to promote the release of Girl of My Dreams, which was the song that he did with Juice World on Juice World's album Fighting Demons. We know from Instagram, but not Sugar's Instagram, that he met up with Lil Bibby, who is a rapper, but also a record executive mogul that worked with Juice World. So this was posted on Lil Bibby's Instagram account of them kind of meeting in the studio, Yoongi leaning into a computer, kind of staring intently at whatever's on the screen. And uh, the photo was captioned, thanks, Sugar, for joining the fight. So this is something that Yoongi probably did on his break. Um, you know, post-LA concerts, he met up with Lil Bibby and probably finalized his verse on this album and was able to, you know, finish that up before the album release, mm-hmm. which was really special that he was able to 
to be there and to work on Girl of My Dreams. Yeah, to go to the studio and be with them in person to like really finalize the track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his verse in that track. Yeah. Yeah. So Girl of My Dreams, we just want to give our thoughts on this song because it is such a beautiful song. When I first listened through, I was like, wow, this song is gorgeous and packed full of emotion and just passion that you feel like for someone that you truly love yeah i would agree with you i also feel like it's a little bit haunting or maybe even poignant to listen to this song in particular but really any song from this album because it being a posthumous album Mm -hmm. um but yeah really i totally agree with you really beautiful song yeah yungi he also spoke in the album trailer documentary about resonating with the songs and lyrics on this album. He said that, quote, I loved his talent. I per- uh, I personally related a lot to the messages he tried to convey, talking about Juice World. So knowing that, that they had worked on All Night together, and that that was a song that BTS, I think, pursued Juice World to be on, you know that BTS really resonated with his music and lyrics prior to any kind of collaboration So I just think it's so meaningful that for this album to be coming out, you know, for Juice World here, for Yoongi, you know, Suga to be on it is super meaningful and thoughtful that they thought of him, you know, to be on it. Yeah, I I totally agree with you because um, I think BTS is one of those artists that definitely work with people. They only feel like resonate with things that they feel personally and with Yoongi that's things that Juice World struggled with and things that Juice World talked about in his music and um, you know I love to see the mutual respect there between not only just like the management you know like the companies getting together and making this happen but between like the fandoms like I have a student who's a Juice World fan who talked to me about this song on this album like the day it came out he was like did you know that BTS had a song with Juice World and you know it meant it you know piqued their interest and meant a lot to them and uh you know I think that it means so much to Yoongi to be able to contribute to um to this album in this way like I think they really did have I think he had such a respect for Juice World, and uh so what a great way for him to be able to honor him in some way mm-hmm. um and really I mean his verse is really good and sad you know um yeah. so I just I want to read his verse and we're just going to kind of talk through it and interpret it you know kind mm-hmm. of as we go so Yugi said Another name of love is blue. While it's refreshing, sometimes it's cold. Always, love is accompanied with loneliness. Despite of being together, it can also feel lonely. I don't need it anymore. Sometimes, like a madman, one laughs too and cries too. And that was me too, so I'm thankful to you like this. Even fought so many times, not a carrot, but a stick. A chemistry too extreme, all just happenings that pass by. Love at its end draws to a close on realizing it was love. So this is a sad, to me, it's a sad verse. You it know, is about sad. Closing out that love, ending that love, and mm-hmm. thinking back on it at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it almost feels like 
you know, I know that this song is Girl of My Dreams, but it almost feels like Yoongi is sending this message to Juice World. you know, mm-hmm. like that this, you know, mutual love and respect that they had for each other, he can only think about and it's gone, you know, it's, and it's not, it doesn't have to be gone, but it's just not accessible to him, you know? Mm-hmm. A lyric that really pulled me in was the lyric of despite being together, like with another person, it can also feel lonely. Like even having this companionship, this like extreme, you know, chemistry of love, it still feels lonely. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that just goes back to all of Yungi's lyrics and all of his talking about depression, because you can be totally in love with your partner and have a great life and still feel lonely just because of that mental health, mm-hmm. you know? Um, something that I thought was interesting was that the not a carrot but a stick is an idiom that works both in Korean and in English. Like there's a Korean counterpart that was translated almost a direct translation for these lyrics into English where it's like you're chasing the carrot but you, you know, you get the stick as a punishment. It's the reward, the risk reward type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought that was intelligent you know just very intelligent and clever and genius yeah yeah um so a great little verse there by yungi and girl of my dreams yeah a wonderful song like he didn't just put any old verse together there was a lot of thought that put into it that really parallels with the song yeah totally so the last instagram account to talk about is jimin and uh he's pretty much mia on his instagram right now which is totally fine like i said i'm much the same like i literally am never on instagram i'm only on instagram now for bts so um you'll probably see me posting more if you follow me on my personal but uh you know uh, it's jimin has i think two posts right now and his most recent one was him like blowing a kiss to the stands at sofi saying love you all and that was kind of like his goodbye for la so we don't know what he was up to during his break Mm -hmm. um it's still going on. It's yeah. still going on. But, we, but like, I mean, yeah. he hasn't posted much on Instagram compared to like the other members, especially like Taeyong and J-Hope have been ridiculous with their posting, mm-hmm. like so much content from them, which is so funny because I'm yeah. like, I love Instagram. Like that's my main form of social media that I'm on. And like, so your biases and are... my biases are like <laughs> posting constantly. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That is funny. Even That's though Tang was kind of skeptical of it at the beginning, he like went and over to Weverse and was like, I don't know about this Instagram recommended. Like, yeah. this is scary. Yeah. Um, Jimin did also post on Weverse, um, even though it was on, on Instagram, he posted on Weverse saying a thank you for um, all of the awards that they won at Mama, which is a perfect time to talk about these award shows that BTS uh, won so many awards at at Melon and Mama this year. They did. So for the Melon Music Award, they won Song of the Year with Butter. They won Top 10, Legendary Performance Idol 2018 stage, which I watched just before going into record because... I'll never get old. Like, that'll never get old. No, I will totally continue to rewatch that forever. Yes. Um, they also won Best Collaboration with My Universe featuring Coldplay. They won Best Male Group. Uh, they got the Netizen Popularity Award and the Best Performance Director for Sansung Duke, which he so deserves. So much. 
And then at Mama, they had a Daesang sweep at Mama. So they won nine awards nine this awards. year. Holy Crazy. shit. <laughs> they won, of course, Artist of the Year, Album of the Year for B, Song of the Year for Butter, Worldwide Icon of the Year, Best Male Group, Best Dance Performance Male Group, and Best Music Video, as well as TikTok favorite moment, and lastly, Worldwide Fans Choice Top 10. Wow. <laughs> Go BTS! Congrats, yes. Insert BTS! Applause here. Go BTS! Yes. yes. Um, they totally knocked it out of the park. They have been working so, so, so hard. Um, so they definitely deserve to uh, to get these awards this year. Yes, they do. They weren't able to accept these awards in person because they were doing the tour in L.A. And so they ended up recording their acceptance speech backstage for one of the L.A. shows because they were in their, like, full-on on attire, like, the white outfits. Mm-hmm. And they ended up recording an acceptance speech then. Um, but obviously, they're very grateful for all of these awards. They couldn't be there in person because of all the quarantine restrictions. And yeah. Yeah, they all have to quarantine for 10 days. And they're also on break for the first time mm-hmm. in two years. So they should be traveling to Hawaii or wherever they want right. to go in this time. If they wouldn't have yeah. gone on break and they would have tried to go back from L.A. to Korea to attend these award shows, they would have been in quarantine as the award shows were happening. And so, like, it just wasn't realistic for them to be able to go to them, unfortunately, this mm-hmm. year. This is the first time that they've missed them. I think we saw around that they may have missed one or the other at some point. Like, but then maybe we were struggling a melon to find one that. year or a mama one year. But yeah. uh, never, like, both. And it's been a while, at least, since their last time that yeah. they missed them. And so. they've always performed, too. So. So, yeah. you know, um, it was definitely an interesting, I mean, the first year for us as ARMY that we didn't have, like, amazing Mela and Mama BTS performances to watch. Yeah. So we are missing them a little bit here. But so, so happy they're that they're on break. epic and intense. Like, mm-hmm. they go full out for those performances. So we miss them a little bit. But, I like, mean, yeah. the trade-off, a Mama and Melon performance versus seeing them in person, live in, in concert. Yeah. Totally going to see them live in concert. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it personally for yeah. us. Yeah. With, we were just kind of talking about how, like, with COVID and everything, like, they don't really have as much, um, I guess they don't have as much of say in their schedule. Yeah. Because there's so many regulations and restrictions and mandatory, you know, stuff that's going on in the world that they just can't control. Mm-hmm. So their schedule isn't as flexible as it could be. Yeah. So I think they did their best with what they had in this moment. And, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately they had to miss those award shows, but I'm sure they'll be there next year. And, you know, they are definitely well-deserving of the break that they're on right now. So they, and the awards that they won. Yeah. And the awards that they won. Like song of the year for sure. Butter. Like, yes. I mean, butter, butter. (laughs) And still listen to it. Yes, of course. And legendary performance 2018, the idol stage, totally 100% deserving. They're, is no more performance more iconic than that one. Yeah, if you're a new army, go back and watch that idol performance from 2018 Melon. Yeah. Like 
damn damn incredible <laughs> um so much korean culture well well represented in that entire performance oh, yeah. and it was just perfect to be for idol because that song had that all in and throughout the music video and visuals yeah. as well so yeah. anyways um yeah congratulations bts on Congrats. all of your awards BTS, at and at Army, Mama. we're so proud we're yes. so happy well yes. deserved i hope they're enjoying their break before we conclude this episode, we felt like we had to briefly talk about these GQ Korea magazine covers for all of the members. Listen. <laughs> I mean, we have to talk about it. Oh, like, my God. I'm just like, this is another thing of like, I cannot catch my breath. Namjoon is not just kneeling on a pillow. Okay, he's fucking straddling a pillow in a suit with his hands in his pockets, with like his chin... Mm, turned down a little bit actually he just looks so fucking fine oh my god he's literally straddling a pillow literally like, i mean the, enough said there's right enough there. visuals you know that's all i need it's incredible <laughs> damn jen also looks fantastic because he's just like in a traditional suit with like suit and tie but he's leaning up against a wall with mm-hmm. his head tilted back and his whole larynx out like mm-hmm. Looking perfect, worldwide handsome, as always. And Classic. it's also like a black and white photo yeah. shot. So, like, damn. Don't even get me started on Yoongi. Oh, my God. Because, like, the lighting in this one is, like, that soft, warm glow lighting. And his, like, posture, like, the pose that he's in, he's kind of leaning back. And he just looks so fucking cool it's and the, the way- posture for me yeah like how cool he looks swagger and the yeah. way that the light is hitting his face and his hairstyle he just looks so fine so hot so mm. good yeah, yeah yeah and the comma haircut the forehead mm-hmm. yeah damn his hand where it is i don't know all right anyway so j-hope <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he looks like an ice prince here, like with like how blue his outfit is. And he it looks like he's taking off a jacket or he's putting the jacket on. And so you get to see like just this blue contrast. And I think he might have like some contacts in, but Mm -hmm. he just looks stunning. His hair is PC. His visuals are just like really pulling through on this one. Like he just looks gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Um, Jimin and his duality is just that full force in his cover shot because he has like the black haired Jimin going on the perfect face looking handsome and beautiful all at once and then at the same time he's like squishing his cheeks with his hand so it was just cute at the same time like I don't know what to do I don't know what to believe it's double duality simultaneously yeah it's just like all at the same time killing me yeah uh, for Young, he's got like a white beret on. He's got like a full white suit with a white. The, sh- the undershirt that he has is like a see-through white Ooh. turtleneck. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he looks so high fashion to me. Look That's at his eyebrow. I- strong. Mm, strong. Strong eyebrow. <laughs> strong neck. Strong jawline. Like, uh, yeah, um, I think he's clearly one of the most handsome people on this planet <laughs> ever to exist. <laughs> um, in the just, history of the world. In the history of the world. It's like, true. This is why people, I think, go to BTS concerts is just to like solidify that they're real people. Yeah, <laughs> like, these are actual people. Yeah, be validated. This is not my imagination that I've created. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I'm lucky because I get to talk about Jungkook. Oh my fucking god. This picture of Jungkook. How to break this down? How? Like every single element is like (laughs) the maximum amount of like hotness that it could possibly be. Like the haircut, like the smoky, like steel gray hair with the undercut and it's PC and comma y and sexy. And then the fucking eyebrow piercing and the that lip piercing. fucking bar oh! of his eyebrow. I'm like, God damn it. Damn it. And then the <laughs> row of like ear piercings too. I mean, like emo daddy mm-hmm. in a black skin tight motherfucking <laughs> turtleneck with the chest fully out like he is busting at the seams he really I is mean and all of all of this happening with from like a downward glare at the camera mm-hmm. like where he is looking down on us i mean oh my god yeah. and he has like these gray contacts <sighs> into he looks like he's from the future like he Fucking looks from choco the, seven fates i kid you not it's the choco seven fates slash like he's just from another realm yeah like he's from another universe that we don't know about like oh I'm not, I, can I, I tell you how so I'm not ready for this, like, new chapter? I know. I can't. I can't because they're bulky and beefy. We barely survived the concert in L.A. seeing how fucking massive they are now. Uh-huh. Like, we're getting this, these visuals? Mm-mm. No. And I'm they're done. mature. I'm, <laughs> That's I'm in you. For it. I'm just like, no. Nope. And they're mature. Like, why why do you have to be my age? Why does <laughs> it have to be a new chapter? Like I just feel like this new chapter is gonna be like they're full ass grown men, they're hotter, they're sexier, die. Like just here's take- some Korean culture. <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah. laughs> I'm telling you that how you wave, we're on it. We're yeah. fully on it. We are fully on it. It made me think of like the British invasion, you know, like yeah. the Beatles and the Who and the, the Korean Stones. This is really the Hayu, the that wave, that mm-hmm. Korean wave. It's Mama going to be in the United States within the next few years. Yeah, yeah. Mama. I mean, you talk about like even K dramas and Squid Game. Mm-hmm. It, it's just all up and coming, and yeah. it, it's not even up and coming. It's been happening for a while. Yeah, it's just like America becoming has, mainstream. Yeah, America's yeah. taken a while to warm up to, to it. Definitely. Oh, I'm glad we got to do that fangirling here at the end of this episode. Okay, with the Instagram accounts and the fucking GQ yeah. magazine covers. It's been too much. That's it's what I'm saying. It's been overwhelming. They're on break, but we are not. Mm-hmm. We're breaking down. We're breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, we really hope that you Iconics enjoyed this episode. We definitely did. We had fun talking with you. We hope to see you guys at the Iconic Hangout next Monday yes. where we can talk with you more about what you think about the contents of this episode or anything else going on with bts right now and your opportunity to connect live with other iconics who want to do the same thing mm-hmm. um we do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on patreon especially our vip iconics eileen michelle deja meg rachel robin Allie, nate cecily and crystal we love you guys thank you so much for all of your support And of course, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support us and you want to donate to LiveFree999, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.
Consequence Podcast Network. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.